Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 124, which we are recording on Wednesday, September 28th. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And we're doing things a little bit differently today. We are. We are in the yarn store for one thing. That's the Swift different. Stitch in Santa Cruz, <laughs> our only local yarn store remaining. And secondly, we are going to focus on our Colors of Fall Knit Along, which just wrapped up on the first day of autumn last week. And we're going to just give everything a little autumnal twist a little spin for fall and look at some fall fashion, fall ideas, fall colors, all the fall things because it's the fall, fall all things. the time. That's right. Yeah. It's, although we've had a heat wave, of course, in Santa Cruz because that's how it works here. When right. the fall starts, we have Indian summer <laughs> set in. So it's been in the upper 90s. Very warm. It has been. Yeah. But despite that, I am wearing my Whispers sweater. It's so cute. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Which I just finished last night, then uh, washed this morning and decided that I had to wear it today. <laughs> this is a summery top designed by Vera Valimaki, which is from the spring-summer 2014 issue of Amirisu magazine. And it is knit in Madeline Tosh Light, which is their single-ply fingering yarn. And mine is in the Holly Festival color, which is a neutral cream-colored base with flecks of neon colors in it. There's purple, green, orange, pink, yellow. I think we described it as highlighter colors, mm -hmm. flecks of highlighter colors, so speckles of highlighter colors on it. Really fun color, and I think it fits the spirit of this top, which is just a very light t-shirt style top. It has a gathered front above the bust, and the distinctive feature on this is, I guess, the split sleeves, which oddly enough, I did not do. <laughs> but I like it though. They look like little cap sleeves. Yeah, and I really I, like them. I did. I closed up the split sleeves. Split sleeves. There are actually, let's see, there are 322 projects on Ravelry right now. And from looking through the projects, I would definitely say that the most common modification that people have done is closing the split sleeves and having a standard sleeve as I did. There is a section in the pattern where you just bind off for the split sleeves and I simply did not bind off, left my stitches live and joined joined the sleeve stitches along with the shoulder stitches at the top of the shoulder so there's a seam along the shoulder that I just continued down the sleeve if that makes any sense I like it, it to me it makes it look tailored yeah it's a very clean three needle bind so off too. seam it looks really good I think very so neat. too at first my initial thought was that I was going to kitchener stitch it all together and at the last minute I changed my mind because I liked the way the little sleeve seam looked on the projects that I 
saw finished on Ravelry. And if I Kitchenered them, you wouldn't have that. And I really liked that. Yeah, I like that um, too. Yeah. And is there a crochet edge around the neckline? I did crochet. Okay, it looks pretty. One little row of single crochet yeah. around the edging. I think that's called for in the pattern. I can't remember. I just felt like it was needed because my, just on the edges, it was a little rough, like on the edge of the neckline. And I felt like I smoothed it out more. Last episode, I was wearing my Liesl tank top, mm -hmm. and yeah. when I got home and yeah. took it off, I instantly thought I should have done a crocheted edging oh. around the neck, so I really noticed that today. I haven't uh, done it yet, but I'm going to. Yeah. I have enough yarn left, yeah. but I'm going to clean up that neckline. That yeah. Way. Speaking of yarn left, I have quite a bit. I had two full skeins of the Tosh Merino Light for this top, and I must have only used one and a half. I haven't weighed what I have left, but I felt like I had a significant chunk of yarn left it is a small top so. yeah i asked charlene right away was that two skeins or less because i'm sure <laughs> i have two skeins well i know i have two skeins of that super sock 100 is that what it's called the speckle stuff downstairs yeah i know what you're talking about. yeah i can't remember the name <laughs> of the yarn right now but i have two skeins of a teal and black speck on mm -hmm. white that mm -hmm. would look super cute it's plied it's not single ply like yours but Super cute top. I mean, that's we get a lot of you'll you will get a lot of use out of that here, yes. and I would get a lot of use yes. out of something like that. I definitely will consider making this again if I have this quantity of yarn. I'm going to weigh this and see exactly how many yards I used, and then it's always going to be in my mind from when you have that somewhat odd quantity of mm -hmm. yarn, somewhat less than two skeins. Just so, like the drifting sweater. Exactly. Yeah, it's going to exactly. be the new. Yeah. yeah. The new go-to for that odd yeah. quantity. <laughs> so that is Whispers, the Whispers top, designed by Vera Volimaki. Now, have you been any wearing anything new for fall, Gail? Well, thanks to the heat, not so much. But today I am wearing one of my fall looks, all but the shoes, because it was just too hot to put on <laughs> boots. But, and I actually have a dilemma that I'll throw out there to everyone listening. Because I have plantar fasciitis now, I can't wear a lot of shoes that I like to wear. Like, Ugg boots may be permanently off my list of shoes, which makes me very, very sad. Yeah. But I'm looking for some kind of boots that will support my feet. And Dansko clogs are super comfortable, and they support my feet very well. So I'm looking at some of the Dansko boots. Oh, I love the Dansko boots. They have some really, really cute ones. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I tried some on at the shoes shop downtown the other day. So any of you who have experience have actually owned and worn those boots, let me know if they're comfortable because I would like to know before I buy before a $200 you pair of shoes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. But they would make the perfect fall outfit. Yeah. yeah. They're super cute. They are super cute. So, but right now I'm wearing my Donner and I'm wearing it with a pencil skirt and I have lots of pencil skirts in my closet, and because the Donner is gray, it's not shark skin gray, but it's in the spirit of shark skin, <laughs> I can wear this with almost anything. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah, if I wore skinny jeans or jeans, I could totally wear it with that, but any kind of you know, yoga pants or, I know we're not supposed to wear leggings as pants because this is not a tunic length sweater, so that wouldn't work, but you know what I mean, like yoga pants type of pants that yeah. are you know not sheer yeah. like leggings so pretty much anything can work with this top I'm super happy with it it's a little bit too warm today 
even in linen. I was thinking on the drive down here, I'm actually kind of sweating. I think this is a little bit too hot for today, even in linen. I, I was impressed that you had it on because, yeah, it it's warm, feels warm to me. But then again, I haven't been sitting in front of a computer. Yeah. I've been up and around. So. so that's what I'm wearing, all fall-oriented. All right. Now, why don't we talk a little bit about the kinds of things we have been stocking or our listeners have been stocking or maybe some fall trends that we have seen. And I've been doing a lot of research. My friend Melissa is a fashionista and I've been kind of giving her quizzes as we run on what's new and fashionable and reading a lot of magazines. I've been spending a lot of time in waiting rooms this week, unfortunately. I had a root canal <laughs> on Monday, so I had a lot of time to look at InStyle and People and Vogue. And unfortunately, they were current issues? They were. Oh, very good. current issues, yes. You know how sometimes you go into a medical office and they have issues from three years ago. Yeah, or, or like something. highlights magazine yes. for children that are like 20 years old. Yes. No, these were actually current. and. Nice. I was surprised, and I shouldn't be surprised. Okay, so denim. tell me what you saw. Denim. Denim, 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 yeah. denim. Like two-tone denim, quilted denim. They had a whole big spread. I can't remember now if it was in style or Vogue. I think it was Vogue. The whole big spread about denim jackets and denim A-line skirts. Yeah. And to me, those skirts were just so 80s. I mean, with <laughs> buttons all the way down the front. A-line, denim skirt, all different lengths. I thought, that's really fashion right now? Well, I've been seeing a lot of 80s shoulders oh, God. in the pictures, <laughs> in the magazines that I've looked at. Not necessarily volume with the shoulder pads, but just big shoulders. It looked like the volume was created with the fabric itself, but okay, not giant shoulder pads. Not shoulder, not the ones that <laughs> I saw, which is not to say they're not out there, right? But I did see a lot of shoulder volume and one shoulder bare type looks too. Oh, yeah, but lots of denim. Also, I saw what was described in the article I read as reconstructed denim. So it was denim on top of denim, as in patched denim yes. or layers of denim. Yeah. Even one really bizarre entry into pant length, which reminiscent of the split level top, it was a high-low denim pant which I thought was very odd. Yes, you have a very odd look on your face, and is, you should. Is that like the, high on the front of your shin? The and front of the pant leg was higher, and then the back of the pant leg had a flap that oh, hung yuck. down long. I did not think it was attractive either, and I'm curious to see if that is... A lasting trend? It, if it is even a trend <laughs> or if it just happened to be one designer's look on the runway. I don't remember what designer it was that had that particular split hem on the denim. So, yeah. I And like I said, I only saw it on one website. So I don't even know if it's a trend. It okay. was just odd. Very odd. <laughs> Back to knitting oddities. Yes. Reminiscent yes. of last episode. Yeah. Well, one of the, so like I said, the magazine 
one of them was talking really about two-tone denim mm-hmm. where they had layers of different colors of denim or oh, quilted. Okay. So it was literally quilted in different washes, you know, yes. denim washes. Yes. And I did see that too. It's like, let's take denim and redo it so that we can keep wearing it instead of, I don't know, we've already changed the height of the waistband. We've already <laughs> changed from flares to skinny We've already, you know, all these different yeah. changes we've done. So now what is the only thing left is that we're going to piece together a bunch of denim and call it new. I mean, Well, I was really surprised actually to not see big wide legs yeah, come back anymore. in because it, well, it seems like every time pants get really skinny, then the next thing is the really wide yep. leg so that your pants are just totally out. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's true, right? So once I finally get used to one style of jean, you know, when I've right. worn them in the past, right. as soon as I've like finally embraced the style, then they completely change yeah. it. Yeah. But then again, I still see people wearing, for example, bootleg jeans and some wide leg jeans. I do think that there is still a lot of acceptance of individuality in dress, much more so maybe than I have thought in the past. And that's just maybe my own feeling. I don't know. It just seems like there are a lot of jeans out there. There really are. <laughs> I mean, a lot, not just skinny jeans. You can find, even now, I have seen high-waisted jeans, whereas a couple of years ago, it was everything was lower cut. Now, there's high and low in the stores. Yeah. Hide to hide the muffin top. Oh, okay. I've heard that. I've heard that is one of the reasons for that. But yeah. anyway, so yeah, denim was a big one, mm-hmm. and also mixed prints. So oh, okay. lots and lots of mixed prints. Every nice. magazine I picked up had sections with mixed prints, like floral and stripes and houndstooth all together, mm. and different, not just different prints, but different textures of fabric and then different volumes so a giant like track jacket with a pencil skirt and who knows like polka dotted tights or something it just didn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to how it was paired I guess that's the spirit of it is you just put anything together and walk out the door and the other one I thought this was rather funny you know that you now have permission to wear white and cream together it used to be a don't and now it's a do Oh. <laughs> I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. funny. It was this one-page write-up about how just like you shouldn't wear black and navy together, well, now you can, and you can wear white and cream together as well. It just, I don't usually read these kinds of magazines. I was <laughs> i was entertaining myself, which was required because I was super, super nervous about the uh, tooth work, so right. it was actually a good diversion, but yeah. pretty yeah. funny. So some things that I have seen that I felt were more directly directed to us as knitters and crocheters and crafters were specifics to knitwear fabric, such as bell-sleeved sweaters. Mm -hmm. I saw a lot of those. Big sleeves, long sleeves, long sleeves that are both belled and not belled, just long sleeves that go down 
to your fingertips almost. And of course, you have to understand that they're photographed that way for the fashion shoot to exaggerate the long sleeves. But I'm guessing that by the time that fashion trickles down to the ready-to-wear stores, there are going to be sleeves that are longer in the stores, whether they're belled or not. So that will be interesting to see how that translates. That's to how really I knit all of my cardigans. You do knit yeah. a lot. Because I um, like to have the sleeve length to, yeah, un- you yeah. know, to unfold it right. and have it cover right. my hand. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing that we'll see that in Ready to Wear. And it will be interesting to see if we see some longer sleeve lengths in pattern photographs. Oh, yeah. Or if people just start modifying their sweaters to get the longer sleep length. Does that mean that I set a trend? <laughs> <laughs> Not bloody likely. <laughs> and let's see. Oh, I think I mentioned this last time when we started the discussion about colors of fall were hoodies. Yeah. One of my favorite and types yep, yep, of yep. things to wear. Lots of hoodies. And I've even been searching out hoodie patterns because I have had this craving to make a hoodie for the last few weeks. I used to make quite a lot of hooded sweaters, not necessarily hoodies, but sweaters with hoods. And I haven't for a couple of years. And I have this craving to make one again. Do it. Yeah, I probably will. The thing about the hooded sweaters... Number one, it requires more yarn because the hood, it takes longer to knit. But the benefits for me, especially, even if I don't wear the hood, I really like having the extra layer to keep my neck warm. Yeah. On the back, neck and shoulders, really. And for me, especially, I have one shoulder where I have... Well, since I've now had the x-ray, I know that there actually is something wrong with my shoulder, which explains all of the chronic pain that I've had in my shoulder (laughs) for the last couple of years. So It's not funny, but it is funny. You know what I mean? I know. Now I know why I have always appreciated having that extra warmth on that shoulder. That's why. So hoodies... I also saw capelets and gloves. Yeah. A lot of those. And I have been seeing some cape patterns pop up here and there on Ravelry. Capes or ponchos, lots of poncho patterns. It's hard to draw the distinction necessarily between where does cape start and end and where does poncho start and end and do they blend together and I think they can I think I think they they kind of can be a little interchangeable I think we did define the difference at one point but I don't remember what it was I think we thought that maybe a capelet had the opening like a cardigan kind of thing and maybe a poncho didn't but then goes over your head probably But then I'm sure that there is a poncho that somebody has designed that you clasp together. So, yeah, what's in a name? Yeah, exactly. But, and then gloves. Lots of knitters love to make gloves. Well, fingerless gloves are so useful here. Mm -hmm. But full gloves, I don't really think I've had that much occasion where I've needed full gloves. I don't like wearing full gloves. I like wearing the fingerless or half finger 
yeah, I might someday make some half finger gloves, but to be perfectly honest, the time that I usually wear those <laughs> is when we're running and I'm not uh, going to invest the time right. to knit when I can go right. get them for two ninety nine yeah. or whatever. So yeah. that is one area yeah. where I draw the line because I don't want to just sweat all over my hand knits, which <laughs> is exactly what I would do. So anything else that you've seen or have been stocking for fall? Well, so booties are totally in. Yes, and that's right. It's another fashion trend I really don't understand because most women, I don't think, look very good wearing booties because it chops your leg off. And especially I have shorter, stockier legs. So I, my legs in particular don't look good chopped off at the ankle. So the whole booty phenomenon is still just raging. It's, you know, it's been would, going on for a while now. It has been. And I would agree. I, sometimes when you're all dressed up, there is something like all dressed up in terms of wearing a nice dress. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there is something odd about having that line on your ankle. Yeah, it's not yeah. it's not very flattering, like I yeah. said. And it does, I don't know, to me, it doesn't flow. I mean, I can't wear regular high heels anymore. But even high-heeled booties, just the volume on that, the end of your leg, I don't know, there's something about it that <laughs> that's, I'm still surprised it's such a, a huge fashion trend. But boots, of course, are big also. And a yeah. lot of the looks that we had in the knit-along awesome boots. Someone mm -hmm. even commented, not only do we have great knitters in our group, but we have great taste in shoes. Yes. And that's obvious <laughs> from the thread. It was fantastic. So true. And two people fashioned their outfits with boots and their socks showing over their boots, which looked so cute. So that's a, I don't know if we can call it a fashion trend, but if two people did it, it's probably indicative of something that's either already happening that I didn't know about or is starting to happen. So I was super excited about that because I like to have my sock showing. Mm -hmm. And they were both tall boots, I think, or at least mid-calf. They weren't booties. So they were, it would be like wearing Ugg boots or cowboy boots probably with your sock showing above them. So I really liked that idea. I'm going to try that, especially with my white birch fiber art socks, the striped ones that I knit super mm -hmm. high. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try that. I, they're kind of thick socks. So I don't know if I'll be able to get boots on over them or not. I'll have to try, but I'm going to totally try that look and see if I can pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably look ridiculous, but I'm going to try. So those were the main things that I noticed were the mixed media or mixed fabric, the denim and the booties. Mm -hmm. So magazines just don't have a whole lot of knitwear, although the ads had a lot of knitwear, yeah. the actual articles about fashion weren't featuring knitwear in the magazines that I looked in, but almost all of the ads had some kind of sweaters or something, so that was cool. So how about colors? Did you notice any alignment of colors in what you were seeing in the magazines, both the articles and the ads, and the Pantone fall palette? I didn't in the magazines, and I was specifically looking, but... I went into Target for the first time in probably a year, uh -huh. and I needed to get some new camis, and that's they have good camisole tops there, yeah. and that's one of the only reasons that I go there. So I walked into the women's wear department, 
and they had their whole big displays of t-shirts, long sleeve, short sleeve, v-neck stripes, all in the Pantone colors. It was like a Pantone color display. I was like, (laughs) wow, I should have taken a picture. I didn't even think about it, but 100% Pantone colors. It was kind of cool. Places like Target, where else? Forever 21 is another one. Land's End. Retailers who who take one style and then manufacture it in dozen colors. Mm -hmm. I love looking at those displays just for that reason, just to see, because you look at that display, boom, and you get that overview of what the colors that are on trend are right away from that. So you looked at Target. I looked at a couple mall stores, too. And it was interesting because not on the palette that I saw was olive. I saw a lot of olive, which is not on the palette. Yeah. But then on the palette, I saw the blues, the green. I saw the spicy mustard. The potter's clay, especially. I saw lots of that potter's clay, which is that kind of odd in-between-ish color to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. Lots what about of bodacious? I saw a lot of bodacious at Lots Target. of bodacious. Yeah. The dusty cedar. And did I say, I think I said spicy mustard already, mm-hmm. which are all very fall colors. And I saw those colors repeatedly over and over and over again. When I looked, I looked at online retailers. I looked at some catalogs. I even remember looking at some fabric trends. I ah. get, I get emails from an online fabric retailer and there was a newsletter type mailing that they did that was talking about fabrics for fall and I saw all the Pantone colors in their little swatches that they were showing. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I'm we're seeing all gonna these be colors so on trend. repeated over and over again. I have to admit I did walk out of Target with tank tops in Lush Meadow and <laughs> Bodacious and then black and navy and when i got home josie said oh those colors are so pretty so yeah yeah i am taking advantage of those colors i mean they're the perfect jewel tone for yes my they really so. are they really are gotta love it okay so yes pantone pretty right on and that means that there are about 145 of us who are on trend for <laughs> fall so there were 144 entries into the knit along and so many of you knit so many things multiple I was things, so impressed yes. right yeah. like multiple sweaters multiple sweaters and socks and cowls and shawls and just I was overwhelmed by the amount of knitting that everybody accomplished. It's so impressive. And the outfits are so darned cute. They are. Oh, my goodness. With all the different, you know, especially the ones on bodies, I appreciate. Yes, Because you can see it in three dimensions, kind of. But, you know, even obviously the ones on floors and hangers and such, just really clever combinations of things that I would never think of. So my my mind's reeling with the, the possibilities of what I can do with my wardrobe. Yeah. It's, it's a good really feeling. Fun. And that's one of the things that both Gail and I enjoy the most 
about this knit along, mm-hmm. just seeing how real people style their knitting and getting ideas for ourselves, getting inspired, and seeing everybody inspire each other. And wishing that I could sew better because <sighs> Stephanie sews, made her own jeans, oh, and that's oh, I impressive. just forgot her name. Someone else did another Holly Burton skirt. I think there were two of those actually. And Martha Knit Crit made her own dress. And I know there were other ones too. Yeah, so were. quite a few people actually created their entire outfit, their mm-hmm. entire look. So I'm super impressed. Every year you guys just blow me away. <laughs> just this community is so fantastic. It is. All right. So before we start talking about all of the awesome prize winners, what have you finished? So I want to tell you guys just briefly about the three projects that I finished for the Yarniacs Colors 2016. Did you hear that? She finished three projects for one of our knit alongs. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Go Charlene! All right! Small. Two of them were small. I finished one cowl, one sweater, and one shawl. Now the first one is the Star Shower Cowl, which is patterned by Hillary Smith Callis. You've heard me talk about it before. It was my second go at the Star Shower Cowl. My colors were Shark Skin and Spicy Mustard. Yep. Really lovely combo. Kind of had that silver and gold vibe going. I'm singing it. <laughs> yes. And the way that the Star Shower Cowl handles variegated yarns works really well so very happy that was a real win for me there were a lot of star shower cows there were in the it's a popular too. It's pattern. awesome yeah and they were all beautiful in their own beautiful you know just yes. their own way yes. with the yarn yeah. they chose they and look stuff. so different yeah they all look so different really cool there were a lot of them i thought were a different pattern but it was star shower mm. and then the second was my donner sweater patterned by Elizabeth Doherty, which is the sweater that Gail has on. Mine was somewhat in the spirit of shark skin. It's a little bit lighter than the actual Pantone swatch, but I'm calling it shark skin. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third one is was the Klein shawl, which is patterned by Jennifer Dassau. And that one is striped. It, there's a chartreuse and a gray, and that one was a uh, true shark skin gray in that one. So very, very happy with the way that turned out. It's so really pretty. I Those had colors three, are awesome. And I have been, let's see, I wore the, the first time that I wore the star shower, star shower cowl, I posted a picture on Instagram. I did wear that for the first day of fall in recognition of finishing the, the knit along and the first day of fall. And I, have been wearing the other two quite a bit. That's so cool. already wearing the full, full components. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And how about you? Why don't you tell us what you finished? So I have my Donner sweater. That's not shark skin per se, but it's much darker, but it's still in the spirit of the gray Pantone color. I finished my meditate cowl which i spoke of in the last two episodes so it has a lot of lush green in it and i finished the spindrift shawl which has both bodacious and shark skin in it mm-hmm. and i finished my peasy sweater which has a lot of bodacious, bodacious in it. yeah definitely. so i actually have the peasy sweater with the spindrift shawl look really good together 
And then I wanted that Meditate cowl to look good with my mint sweater, but the greens don't really go together. Oh, okay. So Meditate will look really cute with Donner, as will Spindrift. So mm-hmm. Spindrift is multi-purpose. And my Sans Serif is done now. I didn't finish it in time for the knit along, but it is definitely rose quartz. So quite a few finished objects in the right colors. So we had to pause there for just a little bit because there's a lot of happiness noise in the background (laughs) because of course we're at a local yarn store. There's supposed to be happy noise in the background. That's one of the things I like about yarn stores. (laughs) It's like where you go to be happy, you know? And this this yarn store, I think most local yarn stores are the same. It's like that TV show Cheers where you go in and everybody, and knows, everybody your knows your name and everybody true. says hi to you. And yeah. it's just cool. It should be like that. It should be. And everybody asks, what are you wearing? <laughs> That's and true. Yarn. And yeah. Very, very it. true. Okay. All right. So, are we ready for prizes? Yes, I think we are. So we have a lot of prizes. We saved them for the end because we wanted to make sure that You aren't forced to listen through this if you don't want to, but there are almost 40 prizes, so you should listen in case you hear your name. And if you do hear your name, please get in touch with me, Gailey Whaley, on Ravelry, and I will hook you up with your awesome donator of a prize. And we do have some of these in our own hands, so we will need a couple mailing addresses, but most of these will be online exchanges of some sort. So we're going to go through the list. And I'm super excited because so many great prizes, so many great, obviously, entries into the Knit Along. And here we go. Okay, the first prize was donated by Yelena Dasher, who was Y Malcolm on Ravelry. She donated a pattern, which goes to Miriam, who is Zowley. For her funky grandpa sweater. And that was really fun to watch her knit. We got to see the whole process. She, <laughs> you know, different color combinations she did. And she's both vibrant and subtle at the same time is what I her color choices to me. The next prize is also from Yelena. She donated two patterns. And the second one goes to Pine Lake Chick, who knit a donka shawl, which is super, super pretty. And I've been enjoying following you on Instagram with your dogs. Super cute. Then we have a project bag from Vivian, who is Pearl and Plum on Etsy. The project bag goes to Anissa for her Waiting for Rain shawl. Which is so pretty. Mm-hmm. So I love many that pretty. One. Yeah, it was gorgeous. And Vanessa Polo donated three patterns from her Ravelry shop. And the first one goes to Sue, who is Weeping Wool. And she knit both the Georgetown wrap by Laura Ayler and a beautiful Inspira cowl that was pink and gray. That just oh, I was oh, just looking so at that. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so so pretty. So, congratulations. The second Vanessa Polo pattern goes to Scully Bun Bun for Yay. her Vibrance of Strangers shawl. And even though she only entered one thing, Scully knit a lot of she things that would qualify. Knits a lot, yes. <laughs> And then the third Vanessa Polo pattern goes to Jane, who is Pilates girl, and she knit a Magrathea shawl, which was very, very pretty. Okay, <laughs> and we have four patterns from Paige, who is D Capo Knits on Ravelry. Faya PL is her Ravelry name, actually. And the first pattern goes to Michelle, who is Michelle He on Ravelry for her Reflected Lines cardigan. And the second one goes to Taija, who is Tui, for her peeping cowl, which is that newer Hohe four-color cowl, which is really pretty. 
And the third one goes to Robbie, who is photo knit gal for her Field of Wildflowers hat, deep sea scarf. And, and there was a shawl, too. You can't yes. see it. It's scrolling <laughs> off the edge of the screen. And then the fourth page pattern goes to Melanie, who is OEK Mama One for her Walk in the Woods shawl, which was another stunning multicolored shawl. Okay. The next prize is from Terry, who is Holiday on Ravelry. Thank you, Terry, for donating one pattern up to $7. And that goes to Carol, who is Love Pie for her Rose City Rollers, Linus, Pure Joy, and Star Shower. <laughs> That's our friend Carol, who we talk about all the time. And Zoe, who is Espresso Bean, she is donating two handmade project bags. Thank you so much, Zoe. And the first one goes to Linda, who is Knit a Garden, and she knit the Blue Shimmer Colorwork hat. And the second project bag goes to Anne, who is A.G. So-and-so for her Woodford's cardigan. Yay, Anne! And the next prize is from Jen Sheelan, the designer. She is donating one of her patterns and one of her Hug a Knitter tote bags. And that goes to Stacy, who is Stitchin' Senorita, who knit the Ivana Shrug and the Close to You shawl. And then the next prize is from Boston Jen. She donated her Riley Rose shawl pattern, which goes to Anna, who is single mom power for two sweaters, two shawls, and a poncho. And there's a note there that the shawls were crocheted. Yeah, Anna and Inez were the two who knit the most items that they entered oh, in. So okay. many sweaters and stuff. The next prize is from Barb, who is Blue Canary on Ravelry. And her amazing indie dye shop is Spencer Hill Dye Works. And she donated this skein of yarn. And that goes to Christy, who is Knitosaurus Rex, and she knit a stitch sampler shawl. Nice. It's really pretty. And then we have two prizes from Lollipop Yarns. One is a two-skein kit, and that goes to Deborah, who is knitting chemistry on Ravelry for her obsidian sweater. Oh, it's beautiful. Lush green, lush meadow green. Love it. <laughs> and then the next Lollipop Yarns is a self-striping skein with little minis for contrast. And that second one goes to Alex, who is under Dutch skies. And she knit a breathing space sweater with her own yeah, hand-spun, hand-dyed yard and it is stunning it's like a green gradient and it's just so beautiful next prize is donated by uli of knitters nook who is mommy knits on ravelry she donated a project bag which is going to julie tug's owner for her lamina wrap which is so pretty too very beautiful gradient work. Mm -hmm. Next one is another project bag, and this is from Megan of Creative Spark Yarns. She's Spark Beat on Ravelry. And this one goes to Marsha, Marsha TF, for her Spindrift shawl. Then we have, let's see, three prizes of two patterns each from Katie, who is Katinka on Ravelry. And the first of those goes to Red Hair and Freckles. Red Hair and Freckles mm -hmm. is the name on Ravelry for her trilinear shawl. Yeah, she doesn't have her first name on Ravelry, but love that Ravelry. <laughs> and the second package of patterns from Katie goes to 
Linda, who is LME Cole on Ravelry for her Deceit, which is one of the patterns from the Curls 2 book. Oh, really the cool. second book. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. And the third set of two patterns from Katinka goes to Cindy, who is Cozy Couch for three hats, a cowl, a shawl, and her crocheted necklace. Good job, Cindy. Yeah. And next we have three sock patterns from Anna, who is Alpaca Anna. And the first is her Cloette's Afterthought Socks. And that pattern goes to Tamara, who is Tamara AB on Ravelry for her co-pilot cowl. Which is super pretty. It kind of reminded me of Star Shower. The second pattern is, let's see, Marauder Carrot Socks pattern which goes to Kylie, K-Girl Knits on Ravelry for her, I can't even read Fleecency? that one. Fleecency? Fleecency, yes. I think. Her Fleecency hat and socks. Yeah, I, I'm guessing that that's either Scandinavian or Norwegian or yeah. something. They're really cool, though. And then the third sock pattern is the Fergus's, yeah, Fergus's sock pattern, and that goes to Carrie C. Lowe for her Island Heights poncho, which she knit with yarn from the Swiss stitch. <laughs> Super cool. All right, then we have two prizes from Carol, who is CDN Carol. The first prize is a Cherry Tree Hill Broad Bank Super Sock Silk in the Monet colorway, which is going to Kathleen, who is K. Connors on Ravelry for her quill shawl. Beautiful color combination on that shawl too, Kathleen. I loved it. And then the second prize from Carol, another skein of the same sock yarn, but in Cabin Fever, goes to Susanna, who is Talvi, and she knit her a pair of socks and her Swing Revival shawl pattern, which is also one of the prizes. Mm -hmm. So very cool coincidence <laughs> yes. there. And then Brandy, who is Brandy Knee on Ravelry, donated her High Plains cowl pattern plus a sock of yarn, which is going to Sarah, who is Mad Docs for the Svelt? Skelt. S Skelt. Yeah. Skelt cowl. I couldn't figure out how to blow up the, the text <laughs> on this, so we're trying to hover over my computer and read it. We have four patterns from Brenda Castile, who is Good Stuff on Ravelry. Actually, three patterns and one lavender sachet bundle. The first pattern goes to Laura, who is Laura Knits PA, and she also cranked out a lot. She knit mm -hmm. the Ease sweater, another star shower cowl, and the Riley Rose shawl. Second pattern goes to Amy, who is the peak, the Pico crafter on Ravelry for sweater, socks, two shawls, and a hat for her daughter. She knit her worsted weight colorwork yoke sweater in like a week. I kid you not. She knit it so quickly and it's so cute. And then the next pattern goes to Inez, who is Edler007. And I mentioned she's one who knit the most and she knit three sweaters and three shawls. And they're all beautiful, beautiful work, Inez. And then the lavender sachet bundle goes to Jen, who is J Tumho. I think it's Turnho too. For the cold field pullover. The next prize is the leaf peeping stitch marker set from the awesome Kate of Caterpillar Stitch Markers on Etsy. And that goes to Kara, who is Wooberub on Ravelry, and she knit a beautiful raindrop sweater, yes, that I pattern love from Tin Can Sweater. Tin Can is super that one. cute. 
And then Susanna, who is Talvi on Ravelry, donated a swing revival shawl pattern that is going to Anne, who is Mad Stasher on Ravelry, for her shell seeker sweater. That was one of my favorite outfits, just in terms of simplicity, too. It was that perfectly striped, beach-going sweater with jeans and just simple shoes. Yeah. It was awesome. And then the last prize, Trish, who is tie-dye diva on Ravelry, contacted me last week. She is going to put together a mini skein set of the colors of fall colors. She said Yay. so many of us are knitting blankets and such that she's going to put together that little mini skein set. And the winner of that is Louise, Louise Landry. And she knit a Gretel top and it was her first ever knit along. So Yay. congratulations, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for knitting along with us. Super fabulous colors of fall knit along yet again. Yes, so. this is probably one of our favorite things to do throughout the year. And surprisingly, people now associate the whole colors of fall knit along with our podcast. We've had a lot of people contacting us. Oh, yeah, I've heard of the podcast because of the knit along instead of hearing about it from the pot. You know, yeah. people, people are hearing about it because all of you wonderful folks who have posted your photos on other social media like Facebook or Instagram have kind of spread the word and so, all of the awesome podcasters out there who have, who mentioned, have mentioned it yeah it. some yeah. who are good friends some who we haven't met yet but we can't wait to meet right. have been a lot of people have participated yes. so it's really so it's really been fun really fun yeah we really enjoy this and thank you so much for participating and joining in the fun and i think we've mentioned it before but we'll keep the thread open on Ravelry so that even though the date for the prize drawing has passed, you can continue to post your finished fall projects with your completed fall looks. And I promise that some of those photos will be of me and my finished fall <laughs> looks. Josie was going to take them for me this week, but it was just way too hot. No. I'm not doing it in 95. No. Someone out there, one of you did take your pictures in 90 degree heat, and I am so impressed, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get some photos, too. I haven't done much more than selfies that aren't really don't that's not they don't I, I, want, I want to have nicer photos yeah we're supposed to have a whole project outfit. that was yes, the deal exactly and i have already reopened the thread so yeah i closed I it i drew the winners and it's yeah. already back open again yeah. so please for those of you who either are still knitting something that will look fabulous for fall please share it there and or if you were finishing something up or i know a couple of you mentioned that you were still going to sew something to go with your outfit so it would be super cool to see the whole finished look super inspirational for me yeah and you can always look through the thread just take a look for inspiration whether you think of yourself as a fashionable person or not i think the point is not so much to necessarily be a slave to fashion but to just figure out a way that we can use what we have also, or you could also go out and purchase things too if you want, <laughs> but also just to use what you have and look at it in a different light and feel good. Find a way to feel good about your hand knits, what you're wearing, what you're creating, what you're wearing about your current look. Just find a way to feel good. 
I like that. <laughs> and speaking of feel good, I did want to thank everybody who wished me a happy birthday this year. Thank you so much. It was an awesome birthday this year. And I really appreciate all of you who've reached out via all the different social media channels. It made me feel completely wonderful. So thank you so much. I think that's it. I think that's it. That wraps up the colors that of fall for 2016. Yep. So next episode, we'll be back to our normal segments and all the things that we've been knitting that maybe don't fall into the colors. Right. Of fall. You just never know. <laughs> you so never thank know. you again for listening. We hope you have a great two weeks and we'll talk to you soon. Happy knitting, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.